Hey, home growers, Parker Curtis here from Homegrown Cannabis Co. Before Chronic gets into another awesome podcast, I have another free seed deal to let you guys know about over at Homegrown Cannabis Co. We're giving away four free lemon drizzle autoflower seeds with every order. The sought after indica heavy hybrid is the ultimate evening dessert, filling your mouth with sweet flavors before sending you to bed. So head over to homegrowncannabisco.com, fill your basket and use code lemons. That's L-E-M-O-N-S at checkout. I'll be back later with some more info on this delicious strain. Enjoy the show. Hey there, you amazing stoners. I'm Chronic, and I am from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube. I'm the host of this amazing podcast you're tuning into that is brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. Remember to follow along to never miss out on any episode that we post. Now in today's episode, I'll be sort of ranting and explaining many of the major reasons why I feel cannabis should be legalized. So be sure to get your favorite smoke ready and get ready as we set sail into my chronic-filled thoughts. Let's do this. Now just to break into this subject, I want to be blatantly clear and say that the only reason cannabis is not legal is due to lobbying that happened many years back against cannabis. Now cannabis was already being farmed for hundreds of years prior, along with all of that lobbying, slander campaigns against that would also be paid to be pushed through television, newspaper, and almost all forms of marketing to make cannabis look like a lethal drug. This caused cannabis to become a schedule one drug even though it was farmed for hundreds and hundreds of years prior, which is absolutely ridiculous. Now I'm not a conspiracy theorist that can't back my facts up or theories up and I urge many of you listeners to dive into the background of the laws that made cannabis illegal and the people who pushed those laws. I even go over some of it in my history of cannabis episode on this homegrown podcast. Now if you go ahead and follow the money, you come to Big Pharma pushing cannabis to be illegal for increased gains by getting the general public addicted to opiates and various other pharmaceuticals that aren't meant to be a cure or solution, rather a short-term fix that creates a long-term problem. More than 66% of adults in America alone are on some form of prescription pills or medication that cannabis can almost always deal with. However, cannabis can't always deal with certain problems. So taking into account that maybe 20-25% to of that 66% portion may be life-saving medication such as insulin, we'll say that 40% of America is on some form of prescribed medication that cannabis could be given in the right doses and help with the same problems, but be much more effective with way less side effects and no chance of death from cannabis. I'm not just talking THC either. When I mention cannabis, that's something I would like many people to start breaking the stigma that saying cannabis means you are just trying to get yourself or someone else stoned. Cannabis for me in a medical environment or on this podcast where I'm discussing why on a very political level cannabis should be legalized, the definition of cannabis for me involves the cannabis plant. That means CBD, CBG, CBN, CBC, THC, hemp, and all forms of the cannabis plant, which I think should be 100% legal and treated exactly like over-the-counter medication or alcohol, or even less strict since it's an herb like lavender. We're talking about an herb that grows from a seed that you can completely cultivate with 100% organic and all natural methods that grows in four to six months from seed to harvest, using the stalks, leaves, and flower for various purposes from textiles to medicine. Cannabis, hemp, weed, pot, 
Whatever you want to call this wondrous herb that's life-saving, just know that I thoroughly believe everyone needs to start having conversations about this plant daily. Make it normal to talk about and break these stigmas that it's totally normal to talk about being on Adderall, codeine, or various other prescriptions, but it's completely taboo to discuss cannabis for some reason. A plant that grew natural for countless years across this planet and still grows naturally in many places around the world. So to sum up my first reason I feel cannabis should be strongly legalized by local governments all over the US until the US Supreme Court and House of Representatives have no choice but to legalize this plant is the fact that the death rates for prescription pills are increasing with every year since 2020, with 16,416 people dying in 2020 alone from prescription pills. Yet there have been zero documented cannabis deaths, and I mean cannabis only deaths, meaning cannabis was the sole substance that caused the body to shut down and die or overdose in a sense. There's literally zero deaths by cannabis ever. Now that's not to say people who are dumb don't do dumb things while smoking cannabis, but people do dumb things while on Adderall, but that's legalized and prescribed to young children. So if we're going to allow pills to plague our nation but disregard a plant that can grow in a garden like a tomato plant would or lavender, I feel we're doing a disservice to the generation to come in this great nation. This land of freedom and opportunity has so much to offer those who work hard and strive for their dreams, but pills can derail a person's life into homelessness and complete darkness. I'm not saying cannabis can't mess someone's life up if they have addiction issues with substances, but that's a whole other topic to discuss on substance abuse. But pills almost always control someone's life, behaviors, attitude, and all-around personality regardless of the situation or outcome. I've seen some of my best friends become walking zombies after being prescribed sleeping medication, along with various other pills to balance out these side effects from the sleeping medication, which I myself had a severe reaction to sleeping pills and anti-anxiety and anti-depression pills, which I haven't touched pills in over 5 years because of, and I plan to keep it that way. I seriously have never felt better in my life than where I am at now, and the first year was rough for sure having to get off medication and chemically cleaning your body of those medications you were on, but once your body stops craving those chemicals and you can have a state of clarity, there's a fog that lifts from your mind and body that allows a lot of emotions, life, and passion back into your own life. Cannabis is an amazing tool to help aid someone's very hard experience of getting off pills. Trust me, I know it's very, very hard. It can help your body have pain relief from the aches and pains you get from withdrawal symptoms. Along with that, various properties in cannabis, including THC, can help mend the mind like ailments such as anxiety, depression, PTSD, and various other maladies. You just have to properly dose right, choose the right strain, and be willing to test a lot of various strains because it really does take a while to find the one or ones combined that tackle your issues. However, anyone I've seen who opens their mind to cannabis has a completely different life afterwards and generally has freedom they've never had prior to being dependent on pills or being a slave to their prescriptions. I could provide article after article, along with people's testimonies from my own Facebook groups I admin and help in, and the Homegrown Cannabis Cove community forum is full of testimonies. There's dozens of studies being done on cannabis to show how beneficial cannabis is, so I truly don't get why cannabis is treated with such harshness when pills kill 16,000 people or more yearly since 2020. There's no reason a doctor shouldn't be able to write a prescription for cannabis versus writing a prescription for Adderall. But that's the problem, isn't it? 
It takes morally conscious doctors to not want to take the bonuses they get for prescribing specific prescriptions when their practice that they work for or own works with a pharmaceutical company in a sponsor or partner type way, almost like a commission check that they get every script written. If you don't believe that this really happens, do some research into various things like doctors being paid to write scripts to specific pills from manufacturers that they get paid from and facing lawsuits for it. Or even the fact that most of the largest investments made by Congress members and Supreme Court members are generally made towards pharmaceutical companies such as Moderna or Pfizer along with many other various companies who definitely lobby these politicians into making laws against cannabis, and these laws make these politicians massively rich because they benefit off of big pharmaceuticals. So if people can't see that pills are literally being pushed to all of us because it makes a bunch of CEOs and investors millions of dollars, we're very blinded by trust and greedy politicians and lawmakers that we vote in. It's unreal that we have multiple states breaking records for cannabis-related state revenue like Colorado pushing $2.2 billion worth of cannabis sold in a year and Michigan breaking $440 million in cannabis sales its first year. So these politicians need to wake up and realize cannabis is a multi-billion dollar opportunity that can replace pharmaceuticals in a very serious way, keeping thousands of children, young men and women, and various men and women of all ages alive. It's sad to think 66% of Americans are on prescribed medication, and out of that 66%, roughly 16 to 17,000 of them are statistically destined to face death. That to me makes me sick, and it's enough to legalize cannabis to save the lives of those people alone. On top of that, the billion dollar cannabis industry could create serious revenue for states to help their local cities and towns, meaning more money going into schools, roads, infrastructure, technology, housing, public transportation, first responders, hospitals, and so much more. Cannabis can create an overwhelming amount of jobs that have serious paychecks or salaries attached to their positions, which means more money going into people's pockets. That in return usually stimulates people to spend that cash that's burning a hole in their pocket, which helps stimulate local economies across the US. And that would help stimulate the overall economy of our country on a broad scale with more and more healthy local economies blossoming from this new cannabis industry. Cost of goods would decrease, inflation would potentially go down, we would see more small businesses open up to offer various cannabis-related services which would create new markets for investors to spend money in. So between the amount of death pills caused versus no deaths by cannabis, the amount of state revenue generated by cannabis, the benefits medically cannabis has for the body, the countless job opportunities cannabis can create, it really is completely asinine that cannabis is not legalized by now. Which again, it is because these big pharmaceutical companies lobbying against the cannabis industry that they know will completely disrupt their millions and millions of dollars that they make off creating addicts in America, and not just America but the world, will end once it's legalized. Now I'm going to leave this first segment here, as we take a short commercial break with Homegrown Cannabis Co. to hear the latest deals or news they have. Be sure to spark up another bowl or drop another dab as I get back to my rant when we return. Stay tuned. Hey, Parker Kurt is back again to give you some more sweet details on our latest free seed deal. Like I mentioned earlier, we're giving away four free lemon drizzle autoflower seeds with every order over at homegrowncannabisco.com with code LEMONS. That's L-E-M-O-N-S. 
Lemon Drizzle Auto is an Indica hybrid crossed with Critical Auto and Mazar Auto, which you can expect to harvest some super citrus-filled resinous buds in only 10 weeks. Best to leave Lemon Drizzle Auto for nighttime sessions or lazy days as they glue you to the couch. You can look forward to unparalleled relaxation, euphoria, and creativity after a single toke. And we're back from that amazing break with Homegrown Cannabis Co. Be sure to follow along if you haven't already from whichever platform you're tuning in from. Now, if that first segment hasn't sold you on cannabis being legalized yet, let me point out the stupidity or hypocrisy in our great nation of America. If pill deaths didn't scare you, let's discuss alcohol. Remember, pills kill 16,000 people roughly a year since 2020, and that number jumped up from 14,000 people dying in 2019 from pills. So 16,000 people or more every year since 2020 have died from pills, yet they're way more easily obtainable and less harsh sentences are given for pill-related crimes. Now, alcohol literally said, hold my beer to the pill deaths and said, I'll raise your 16,000 to 95,000 estimated deaths since 2019 every year from alcohol. That's almost 100,000 people dead from alcohol every single year. Yet you can literally go into a liquor store with an age-appropriate ID and buy the entire store if you want it. Not one person would say anything other than the workers being happy they sold that much supply. They don't care how much alcohol you're going to consume, possibly give to minors, give to other age-appropriate 21-year-olds who may die from that alcohol. Nope, no one bats an eye, and it's completely socially acceptable to buy handle after handle and brag about it in America, which completely disgusts me, to be honest. Alcoholism ruins countless lives and affects dozens of people's lives that don't even consume alcohol such as drunk drivers killing families or children or loved ones in accidents, or a drunk person killing someone out of a drunken rage. There's various instances and countless documented murders, violent crimes, property damage, and drunken disorderlies that you can all go research and see how sickening alcoholism truly is in our country. So our government and most of the entire culture of America thinks it's completely acceptable to take shot after shot and puke your brains out, causing your body to be poisoned by alcohol, inducing what's known as a hangover because you're poisoned by alcohol, or even a more severe poisoning that's actually alcohol poisoning that you can die from if severe enough. So that's all cool, but smoking a joint with your buddy and talking about life, aliens, and playing some video games or watching a movie while getting an intense craving for some Taco Bell is not okay. I mean, where are we at in this world when it comes to moral compasses? I mean, what kind of backwards-ass politicians are people electing in their state to have laws made against cannabis in 2022, while over 90,000 people are dying in this country from alcohol alone? So 100,000 people combined are taken yearly by pills and alcohol, and not one person has ever died from cannabis in history, but it's still illegal. That's what blows my mind. 
You can't grow alcohol. You can't grow pills. You can grow cannabis and let the plant do all the work and end up with medicine naturally and organically. That you can grow. But you have to distill alcohol and you have to create pills chemically. So the natural one, cannabis, our society has given the biggest middle finger to, but the chemically shit and distilled disasters we're all totally cool with. Now if everything I've made points to so far has not persuaded you, to why cannabis should be legalized, then let's just discuss kids. Specifically kids with cancer, seizures, cerebral palsy, or any other severe ailment, disease, or cancer that affects them. If you have never walked through a children's hospital and spent time hanging out with the kids that don't have many friends, family members, or don't get visits, you'll understand how absolutely heartbreaking it is to see any one of them in pain, struggling with their treatments, or trying to fight for their life while their parents, family, or loved ones are literally helpless by their side. Now myself, my friends Corey, Trace, and Cody all did a 24-hour stream on Twitch playing video games some years back to help donate to St. Jude's Children's Hospital, where I spent some time as a kid myself, and I had some friends who spent time there as well as kids. So it felt good knowing we helped those kids at St. Jude's but now I'm older, and I have a platform to speak for all of those children. Not just in St. Jude's, but any child struggling right now, I can honestly say cannabis should be legalized if not for recreation purposes, at least for medicinal reasons to help the millions of children who deal with serious ailments. Seizures alone can cause severe brain damage at early ages and even death if severe enough. They can also be so debilitating that it prevents the child from even functioning normally or having a normal life. I've seen kids go from having seizures every single day dozens and dozens of times daily to dosing cannabis oil underneath their tongues and having zero to one minimal seizures a day. That is a drastic difference and that is extremely vital in the healing of their brain if they seek to have any chance at controlling their seizures in life and maintaining brain function and cognitive reflexes. Along with seizures, cancer patients are absolutely beat to hell and back by chemotherapy, which if you know nothing about chemotherapy, it was derived from mustard gas and is a treatment that will literally kill you essentially from the inside out. There have been many chemo patients I've worked with to help their gardens or given concentrate or extraction advice to that have told me that without cannabis, cannabis oils, and edibles, they would be puking their brains out and having diarrhea daily to the point of losing all weight. For those unfamiliar with cancer, it's extremely frightening when a cancer patient cannot retain any food. This means no nutrients are being absorbed in the body and no hydration is happening. This can mean a very, very severe outcome for many fighting cancer, and this can be the difference between life and death. So if we're allowing pills and alcohol to kill 100,000 people who willingly choose to consume, how come we cannot legalize cannabis to aid in the treatment or help save the lives of countless children suffering with cancer, cerebral palsy, seizures, and all the other horrific diseases that exist that cannabis has been proven to treat and help? Cannabis has been proven to cure cancer, and yet it's still illegal in countless places. That to me is such a disservice to not just all those kids suffering, but to every man and woman suffering as well with the same situations. I guarantee every single person listening knows someone or has had someone in their life deal with cancer or unfortunately pass away from cancer. I myself lost my uncle to cancer along with a family friend. 
If that isn't enough motivation for all of us to come together and start passing cannabis-friendly laws so our loved ones and friends can battle cancer while having access to cannabis legally to act as their shield of armor to help them eat, have an appetite, not be in severe pain, reduce nausea, anxiety, inflammation, and countless other benefits, including fighting their actual cancer cells. Now, I don't want to rant too much longer because to be honest, I could spend literally three or more hours talking about why cannabis should be legalized and various other reasons. But the major three for me are the fact that we have a pill epidemic in our country that we allow to worsen year by year. We have alcoholism that runs rampant in our country as well that worsens yearly. And we have severe ailments we need to treat that run rampant through our children, young adults, adults, and elderly. And all of which could be solved, treated, and aided by cannabis legalization. So I urge every single person listening to the podcast to start talking about cannabis daily. Start changing the stigmas about cannabis and break the myths that the programs like D.A.R.E. in the 80s and countless scare campaigns launched against cannabis. Help cannabis become legalized in your own small ways by changing the minds of men and women who will vote on bills to either keep cannabis illegal or help cannabis become legal. I hope you all enjoyed my thoughts about cannabis legalization, and I would love to truly hear your thoughts about this subject. To tell me your thoughts, remember to tag at chronic, that's K-R-O-N-I-C, on the Homegrown Cannabis Co. forum. I really would love to hear stories from you all and your guys' thoughts on this entire topic. Tell me your stories and your own personal encounters. I think it's a topic that needs to be discussed heavily and daily by every single stoner out there. Let's shout that we want cannabis legalized from every rooftop from Manhattan to San Francisco. Now, if you don't know where to find the Homegrown Forum to talk to me, you can sign up for free at www.homegrowncannabisco.community. There's tons of us online and always having good chats, so come join us and get your questions answered in real time. Now that's all for today's episode of the Homegrown Podcast brought to us by Homegrown Cannabis Co. If you want to snag your top-notch cannabis seeds to start cultivating today, head over to www.homegrowncannabisco.com. Be sure to show Homegrown Cannabis Co. some love for making this show possible by giving their Facebook page a like and following at Homegrown World on Instagram for daily updates. I am your host, Chronic, from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, and I'll be back every Wednesday to bring you stoners top-notch cannabis content. I hope you all have an amazing day. Much love, happy growing, and peace. Thanks, Chronic, for another amazing podcast, and thank you, home growers, for listening. Remember to like, follow, and give the podcast a five-star rating. Remember to use code LEMONS, that's L-E-M-O-N-S, over at homegrowncannabisco.com to pick up your free lemon drizzle auto seeds with anything you buy. Happy growing and see you in the garden.